Hey there, Home for All podcast listeners. It's your comms director, Kelly Moss, back at you here at the Home for All podcast. It's great to be back today, but today we're going to do a little something different. Today we're going to do a listen in on a recent installation of our suburban road show, Becoming Familiar with Parma and Parma Heights. So today you're going to listen to part one of that particular Suburban Roadshow event, which will cover the city of Parma. And then we'll be back at you in a week with the second installment featuring Parma Heights. So as we always say, grab your coffee and your earbuds and make this spot your home for the next 30 or so minutes. We're happy that you're here. Our Home for All podcast is a bi-weekly production where we will host interviews, facilitate conversations, and talk about what's happening in the world of real estate. We'll introduce you to the important people in your community and help you learn how to grow your real estate-related business. This is an adult show and some adult language might occasionally creep into the conversation. So let's move forward and find out what makes Northeast Ohio the best home for all. As mayor, I've been mayor since 2012, you have many different responsibilities. Um, but one of the main thing is being the head cheerleader champion for your city, for your town. Um, so as mayor, you play many different roles, different hats. Um, at everybody's table, I just want to point out a couple things. One is this newsletter. So for our residents, twice a year, we mail out. This just hit our mailboxes this week. So we do a city newsletter that gives updates through our safety forces, economic development, our rec department, and we have uh, also talking uh, later uh, for Parma about Parma. Our rec programs is our longtime rec director, Mickey Vitardi, and you will see the passion that he has uh, as his role as director and the great programming that we have in our parks that you may not know about. So when you are marketing Parma, those are things that you can highlight, talk about uh, moving forward and selling and buying homes in the city of Parma. And then this other booklet that uh, I have provided is uh, one of our partners, uh, We Are Proud of Parma. Um, it's a nonprofit group that's kind of a, a, a partner, uh, extended arm of Parma. Uh, they had this done uh, last year, two years ago, and it just kind of gives a nice history of Parma. It's a nicely designed uh, booklet. Uh, showcasing many of our wonderful shops, different places here in Parma. Um, and there's an online version as well that you can find. I think that the, the link's listed in here. Um, so with that, um, what I want to kind of talk about is is uh, each year you got to give a state of the city address in the city of Parma. The last two years, um, I've done it uh, videotaped because of COVID and whatnot. Um, but it's a speech that kind of champions Things that's going on, whether our business community within City Hall, our safety forces. So I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but, you know, pick up different highlights. And if you have questions, we go, um, please stop me and ask a question. I run a city. I don't run a church, so I don't want to sit up here and preach and lecture. So let's have some interaction. That's always better um, as we go. So uh, without further ado, uh, let me go through some of this stuff. So Parma is full of success stories from the people who live and work here to the businesses, big and small, who call our city home. 
Our city is focused on supporting and creating opportunities for success and for maintaining a great quality of life. It is that commitment and the commitment of all of us from our residents and business elected officials that makes Parma a great place to live, work, and raise a family. Throughout this talk, I'm gonna focus on our successes here in our city, some of which you may know and others you may discover for the first time. When talking about our success stories, we have to look no further than the strength of our business community. And as a city, obviously, I think you all know, um, it's income tax that derives how we operate. So through income tax, um, that's most of what, how we can plow our roads, fix our roads, uh, install new playground equipment. So we're very, as a city in Ohio, we are income um, uh, base driven. And so you wanna have a successful business community and a connection to the business community, which we do. So as said, it is vital for our city and our local economy to see continued investment here in Parma. Um, and as we look at our economy, we always look at our GM stamping plant. That is um, our second largest employer. Uh, and it was always been our first up until about a year or two ago. And Parma Hospitals, which is right behind us, is our number one hospital, number one employer. Um, and as a major part of our past, it's critical for our future, uh, being a big employer, uh, the stamping plan is going strong. So just last year, General Motors announced we're gonna invest another uh, $46 million into the plant. Um, and GM will use that investment for upgrading equipment and preparing the plant to support future product uh, programming. Um, and that helps me sleep at night. So the more that GM Detroit comes in and invests in Parma, that means less likely that that plant is uh, not gonna go away. Um, and again, I think the success there has been with the local UAW 1005 and management. They've always worked together. They've got a good history and we've got relationships on both sides over there. And they've always had great uh, GMs, plant managers, and it continues to be um, almost the last couple of years our plant managers have moved on and got promotions, so it's kind of like a nice uh, training ground. And they put their best and brightest uh, over here in Parma. Uh, other companies are expanding too in Parma. So Spitzer Motor uh, uh, City, which is over on Brook Park Road, uh, they recently announced a new $4 million expansion at its Brook Park Road location. Um, and also uh, to the south of the GM plant is the former transmission plant uh, building and the post office recently uh, purchased that um, and that is a hub um, so that has got a lot of jobs and that's uh, uh, created an expansion and uh, additional uh, income uh, revenue uh, for our city. Then on a smaller scale um, uh, the city assisted uh, State Road Meets if you haven't been there please go it's on State Road obviously um, it's within our Ukrainian village um, and we expanded their parking um, with them and tore down an existing building that was uh, uh, vacant for a long time, the old Tuxedo Lane, so expanded parking for them um, with uh, local community development dollars. Um, and then finally, Prince and Izad, they uh, purchased on Snow Road the old uh, JB uh, Mason uh, building um, for expanding there. Their other location is off their 130th. Um, so they are also bringing some additional jobs from Indiana. So moving beyond uh, our business uh, community, we'll talk a little bit about our healthcare partners that I mentioned. 
Uh, University Hospitals, our, our largest employer, they just recently com uh, completed a $27.5 million surgery department renovation expansion. Uh, and that expansion was capped with the addition of a top-rated heart surgery team offering services there. And also then in Parma on Snow Road, we have a second hospital, Metro, uh, Metro uh, Health, and they continue to have a, a great presence here. Uh, that uh, hospital building was closed for a number of years. Metro picked up, they have an emergency room there. So we are very fortunate for uh, our city to have two excellent hospitals, two emergency rooms. If you recall a number of years ago, when Lakewood lost their hospital, how devastating and how, uh, what a bad uh, negative effect that had uh, within that community. Well, we sit here and we have two great hospitals here um, and that's important for our residents and our surrounding communities as well with that great healthcare. And I just gotta say uh, on a side note, we're just very fortunate to have three great systems within Greater Cleveland, uh, the clinic, Metro at, at UH, uh, I'm originally from Indiana. Both my parents have come out here for healthcare uh, services from South Bend, Indiana. Um, we're just very fortunate to have great, uh, great uh, healthcare within our, our footprint. Uh, additionally, we have uh, emerging companies in Parma investing here. Uh, the Work Hub 99 complex, that is the old GM training building at the corner of Chevy and Brook Park. Uh, John Pushkar uh, has that building and is co-leasing it for small businesses, independent contractors, and others to work, network, and connect there. In fact, next year, that will be where my state of the city address will be. And I know uh, 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 the realtors have a presence there. They come, appreciate that. Um, so we'll be live next year over there uh, at that location. And what I try to do is give the state of the city address not at City Hall, but always out in the community. I've done it here at the library, at the hospital, at the floor of the GM plant. So we try to pick a community partner and go out and showcase them and highlight them um, because our city motto is progress through partnership. So we wanna uh, showcase that and, and promote them as well. Um, beyond those businesses already there, we're also planning for some additional stuff here in Parma. Despite the fact that we're entering suburb, there's still some opportunity for development and growth here. Uh, the biggest example of that is the MTD um, property, which is on a West 130th, is a huge vacant property between Snow Road and uh, Brook Park Road. Um, we pushed very hard to one, get that property cleaned up, and two, to get that sold. So it has been sold to a developer. One of the nice things about that is it's a 19, I think, 78 pre-tax CRA. So that creates a big, big opportunity uh, for businesses, hopefully jobs as well. Um, so we look forward to working with, with the new owner, moving forward on that this year. And then additionally, we're very well known for our small businesses here in the city of Parma. Uh, and that draws not only our residents, but uh, folks from out of town. Uh, I'll name a few of those. Chupa's Market on Pearl, uh, Rudy Strudel, which is on Ridge, uh, Lady of the Owner. Uh, you've probably seen her on TV. We call ourselves the uh, Ohio capital of Poochkey Day. Um, that gets a lot of, I see some smiles, that gets a lot of uh, attention here in our city. Uh, her pierogies, uh, she really knows how to uh, market uh, uh, her bakery. And then down the road, Colazas, uh, Mission Barbecue, uh, Corleone's, uh, Pin Zones Meats, uh, Tarbouche Eater. We have a lot of ethnic, a lot of opportunities, small businesses. 
uh, great food, great uh, places. So uh, as you try to sell market power, make sure you uh, mention those areas. And additionally, we've got uh, some additional uh, new and future retail or ones that just re uh, recently opened. Uh, one is the Snitchell uh, Ale Brewery. It's our first microbrewery. If you haven't been there, go check it out. I see someone nodding their head. Uh, excellent beer, uh, great investment uh, in there um, that uh, that was done. Uh, Twisted uh, Taino uh, over there on Pearl as well. Uh, and the Shops of Parma, uh, the, had a new owner that bought it, the, the, the <coughs> mall, I was just kind of digress for a minute. He bought it uh, in December of uh, 2019. And then three months later, the world shut down, businesses shut down. Uh, so we continue to try to work with him and uh, done different stuff with uh, over there. He continues to try to add new retailer as we come out of the pandemic. Uh, obviously one of them is the one that uh, many residents waited for for a long time, and that's the chicken place down the street here, uh, uh, as well as uh, uh, Walls of Books, a, a bookstore that we have here, and Crumble Cookie, and a few other uh, a noodle places that's opened up over here. So um, he continues to try to uh, impact that uh, shopping center. And then finally, and if uh, uh, Arma Heights Mayor, she would close her ears, uh, finally, after decades of city, Vacant, the former Giant Eagle on Day Drive, uh, it will be transferred for the Old Time Pottery Barn, which is leaving Parma Heights. So, so nobody got that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, moving forward to some of the things that we try to do and promote and, and support our businesses. Um, that's uh, Shop Small Parma Campaign, which we try to do year round, but uh, the day uh, before uh, Black Friday or uh, um, after Black Friday is Small Business Saturday. So we've been doing that a number of years. I know other communities do that. So we uh, have a print shop within the city. So we print up signs. Our elected officials go out within their wards. I go out with them or on my own and we uh, try to promote them on social media, take a picture, ask them to hang the sign uh, in front of their building um, and it gets them some publicity on our social media platforms. Um, also, uh, there's also a Best of Parma contest that's put on annually each year, which is fun. Uh, I never vote in it. Um, I don't want to pick winners and losers, but it's always fun after those winners are announced to see the debate and, and people realize, hey, we didn't even know we had this place in Parma. Like one of them is the Stearns Farm. That's um, also a popular one destination as well. Uh, so it's all those small stuff that works. Also, we do a holiday lighting contest. Um, and we partner with our young professionals. So again, as you see the themes, it's partnership. Cities just can't do it alone. You need other partners out there, uh, and that helps with our quality of life uh, and tries to attract uh, you know uh, quality uh, residents and quality neighborhoods. Um, additionally, we have an incredible Independence Day parade. It's probably one of the biggest parades around here. It was a really great parade last year. It was the first time, obviously, that we got to put it on in a couple of years. Huge crowds, happy people. Uh, we look forward to the return of that on July 4th. I uh, previously mentioned Poochki Day, and uh, that helps all our bakeries. Uh, draws a lot of uh, folks from all over to our Polish and Ukrainian villages. And those are great little neighborhoods, walkable neighborhoods, it's economic development, it's uh, residential neighborhoods, those small businesses. 
Uh, we're very, very proud of that. Uh, also, um, as you know, um, all this ties into the strength of our neighborhoods, and that's the homeless housing prices uh, continue to rise. Since 2020, the median sales price of Parma home rose 12.7%, from almost $142,400 to more than $160,500. So that's a jump of more than $18,000. Um, and probably my first term in mayor, um, Parma was written off. I mean, our, our housing, as you know, it's been a major recovery. You know, it was just, uh, people were saying it's dying. Well, we've got a great story, great recovery. Um, and and um, it's because of a lot of hard work and a lot of partners. It just doesn't happen. You just don't open the garage door, say, hey, we're here, we're open for business. It's, it's all those folks that I talked about. Additionally, um, we continue at City Hall to strengthen them. We've invested $250,000 in community block grant funds, improved sidewalks, streetscapes, and storefronts. Um, so that's very important to us. Uh, all small stuff that goes to our quality of life, to our landscape as you drive down our main streets. Um, you see flower pots, bushes, that all adds to, uh, to uh, a, a beautifying our city. Um, Additionally, a big thing is infrastructure. Um, Parma is notorious in the media for flooded basements. Uh, I like lakes, just not in people's basements. So we've been working with our partners like the sewer district, uh, 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 the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to get a lot of shovel-ready projects. Uh, two of them that we got going on uh, with the sewer district is transformation of Ridgewood Lakes. Over there is just a, a basin uh, around the corner from here has no value in stormwater storage. Uh, so there's a, a nice rendering council voted to give an easement. The sewer district's pumping in about $3.4 million on that project. And then if you go to Veterans Park, and those are two of our premier park, or I wouldn't make you talk about our parks, but um, at Veterans, it looks horrible right now. If you drive through that, it's one of my favorite places in, in our city. I love driving through there because that park has something for everybody. But what we did there, we took emergency media uh, measures. What we did is drain that, that basin. We dredged it. So when it has these huge rains, that gets more capacity to fill up, keep that water out of people's basements. And we've got a number of projects like Crude or Green Acre, all these hot spots. Um, so we are solving the problem. That's something that our engineer department is great at finding uh, funds. Um, so we are doing that. Additionally, our roads, uh, we have 583 miles of streets and roads in our city. That's equivalent to a one-way trip to North Carolina. And if you look in the past, uh, you know, since 2012, since I've been mayor, we've tackled a lot of those main roads. If you look, PV's been done. Um, Ridge Road from, from North Royalton to Pearl's been done. This year, later this year, Pearl to Brooklyn's being done. Right now, Pearl's being done. Uh, York was just done recently. Bravue was done just recently. And uh, later this week, I'll give you a heads up, please avoid uh, Ridgewood by City Hall. That has finally started. That's a county road that is absolutely one of our worst main roads that we have. Um, and I've talked with our county councilman, Scott Tuma, about uh, phase two, and that is 
uh, State Road uh, uh, to Broadview on Ridgewood, where is the entrance to our gem, the Metro Parks, the West Creek Metro Parks, newest uh, reservation that the Metro Parks have. We're proud to have that. And I can give you a, a little uh, story, life cycle of a road. So what happens is you got a really crappy road like Ridgewood, people call in the mayor's office saying, hey, can you fix the street? Can you get this done? So finally we find funds, it's challenging, go out there uh, and get funds to get a new road. So we announced that. Then construction begins. Then the calls begin saying, hey, I can't get to work in the morning. This commute, this traffic is backed up on this construction. They're screaming about that. And I tell people, that's progress, just wait. So then you get a brand new road. Smooth, got that black top, it's all good, You're feeling good. And then the calls come in again. They say, Mayor, can you get some special attention to the police out there? People are speeding up and down my road. <laughs> and then it crumbles again, and that's the complete life cycle of a road uh, that the mayor faces. Um, so again, through some recovery dollars in our neighborhood streets, so we're trying to tackle those as well. So we've done a really great job working with our partners on our main roads. Now we're trying to focus on our residential streets. So some of the recovery dollars uh, that we got, we have bolstered our neighborhood streets program for over the next two years uh, with an additional uh, $5 million. So on average, we spent about two, 2.5. And you think, okay, that's $5 million. That's going to go a long way. Well, now with, with the cost of... Of, of it with manpower, um, it's challenging. Roads are expensive, but we're trying to get there and get that. So we know infrastructure with, uh, and our roads, uh, those are priorities, and we're trying to get the job done on those. Then we've got great safety forces. I think some of the best here in our community for the city of our size. We're a very safe community, and if a crime does happen, there's always a second part to that story, although the headline's not as big and it may not be on the front page, but we make arrests. Um, so very proud of our police department. Um, and we just went for a cost savings. We uh, shifted the uh, uh, chief's recommendation, council, and we agreed to go from three eight-hour shifts to two 12-hour shifts. So that's been helpful. It also frees up a staff lieutenant to focus on uh, operations and that's no additional cost to our city. Our fire department received a, a safer grant uh, uh, last year that results allow us to hire seven additional firefighters. And then lastly, because uh, I know Mickey will be talking about our rec, but I did mention about our Metro Park and we're very proud. Another great partner is Derek Schaefer of the West Creek Conservancy. And, you know, they're a uh, Helping save green space, but they're not anti-development group. Um, they were supportive, uh, uh, stayed out, and didn't take a position on Mason Drive. We're really proud of that. That's like an economic development engine in itself. Twenty-five new homes on a cul-de-sac, going for two seventy-five, three hundred thousand. I got to tell you, I don't know your industry because when the pandemic hit, I thought that project was dead. Like, who is going to buy and build new during a pandemic? Well. Obviously, I was wrong. That was the fastest Ryan's home project in the country when that was, was taking place. And to me, those folks who are moving in, they're income taxpayers. If they're paying $300,000 for a house, they got to be uh, making uh, making money. So that in turn helps us. So that's almost like a brand new small business going in our town. But I'll close with the West Creek uh, 
that reservation. 350 acres, includes the watershed, uh, Stewart Center, great place. It's one of the Metro Park's jewels. Um, and the West Creek has uh, also purchased, uh, and we are just completing the demo of the old Palmerdale Orphanage. That whole property will go into, uh, into the, uh, it's 80 acres going into the reservation. And additionally, if you go down Ridgewood, where the bend, it's the former Padua Franciscan Park, uh, 19 acres. Uh, West Creek got that, that will be incorporated. And there's a rental house up there, pavilion, staircases that go up. Um, and um, one of the requests, the only requests I made of Derek Schaefer is put a dog park there. Everybody asks about a dog park. It's a perfect location, no residential around there. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. So those are some of our success stories. Very proud. Thank you very much. Great. Thanks, Mayor. Um, I know. I think I spoke here about four or five years ago, and I think they they must have learned because when I spoke four or five years ago, I was first, and I think I took up everybody's time. So that's why we got the mayor uh, ahead of me this time. But but thank you uh, for having me and uh, Mayor uh, Gallo. Uh, uh, thanks for allowing me to speak as well, and uh, the realtors. Uh, thank you uh, very kindly. My, uh, as the mayor mentioned, my name is Mickey Vitardi, and uh, I'm the Parks and Recreation Director for the City of Parma. If the name sounds familiar, uh, my older brother Mark is a realtor uh, uh, and has been uh, for a number of years. Mark is actually my godson, and I'm very proud of the job that he does and uh, has, has, has really done a terrific job. And I'm sure a number of you have crossed paths with Mark over the years. Um, I like to say, as a Parks and Recreation Director, and it, it's in, in my opinion, it definitely is the truth, I've got the best job in the city. I truly do. I, I deal with sports, I deal with kids, and a little bit of politics. So I, I really, really love the, the job that I, that I have. I've had the pleasure of working with four different mayors, Mayor DeGeter being the uh, most recent and definitely the best of the four. <laughs> Um, but uh, I've been the recreation director for 18 and a half years, and I was the assistant recreation director for 16 years. So, I, like I said, I've been very fortunate, and I've been uh, very lucky to, uh, to be involved in something that I love as much as I do. Um, I've re also resided in the city of Parma my entire life. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of that fact that... Uh, 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 going to school here, living here, raising a family here. I'm very proud of the fact that Parma is my home and has been um, from the day that I was born. I also, uh, I feel, and again, you guys as re realtors and uh, real estate experts know this better, better than I or better than probably anyone. I think when people are looking to move into a community, they're looking at um, a few different things. I feel quality of life things, and nothing better of quality of life, uh, I feel, than schools, which I'm proud of our school system. I'm proud of being uh, on a committee that Superintendent uh, Smilak formed to uh, try and organize uh, uh, a future for our schools here in Parma which I'm sure if you're not aware of, they will make public very soon as far as building new schools, 
and consolidating schools. A very, very exciting new plan that uh, uh, Superintendent Smilak will roll out very shortly. But uh, I believe people, when they move into community, they look at quality of life issues, and nothing is more quality of life than schools, services, and recreation. Um, and again, you guys as uh, uh, real estate experts probably know that better than, than anyone. Even if you don't have a family, you're still looking at those things. And uh, I feel we're very, very proud with the mayor's leadership uh, uh, that we have one of the better recreation departments in the entire uh, entire state of Ohio. Um, I won't bore you with going through the entire recreation booklet, but we put together a recreation booklet every year that will give uh, uh, a rundown of a number of our offerings that we have in the recreation department uh, as, as far as our programs that we offer, the facilities that we have, where they're located, things of that nature. So at your leisure, please please go through this if you would, but I will uh, touch on a number of things uh, uh, that are that are listed in this uh, booklet. We, just a number of things that we offer in recreation in Parma. We have a uh, youth and adult basketball program. We have a youth baseball softball program. We have a tot t-ball program. We, we have an adult, uh, a, a very uh, successful adult softball program. We have two outdoor pools. We're very proud of that fact. So we do have open swimming there. We have a, a very successful youth soccer program, a girls youth volleyball program, adult volleyball, tennis uh, lessons, uh, and open uh, uh, tennis program for youth and adults. We have ice skating uh, at our indoor ice rink at Michael A. Reese uh, Youth Complex. We have golf lessons for a junior golf program for young kids and, and older children as well up at Ridgewood Municipal Golf Course. And we have a partnership with the City of Parma Heights, a summer band concert series that is held throughout the summer beginning mid-June and running through, uh, I believe, the uh, month of August. So uh, that's just a number of things that you'll notice through here. We also have uh, in Parma, believe it or not, we have still, we have 18 parks and playgrounds in the city of Parma, 18. Uh, some obviously are smaller neighborhood parks that have small uh, modular playground equipment to satisfy people that just want to uh, uh, accommodate uh, where we want to accommodate just uh, <laughs> the neighborhood more or less. However, we do have, and I'll get into it in a little bit, a number of larger parks with a lot of amenities in them. We've made a number of improvements throughout the years, and fortunately, Meredith Eater was uh, our state representative here representing Parma and some other communities at the time, but through his help, uh, we received monies through the state of Ohio to make a number of improvements throughout the last, last number of years. Uh, we're very big in uh, Parma on partnerships. We have partnerships through the Parma schools, partnerships through, uh, um, uh, uh, well, as I mentioned, the Parma schools. There we have a, a spacewalk that was done through the, uh, uh, the uh, teacher and the Greenbrier Middle School. We have bocce courts, nine-hole miniature golf course, a gaga ball pit, six baseball fields, eight soccer fields, 
an exercise path, exercise equipment, a gazebo. Uh, just recently constructed this past June, a warrior course, which is uh, a gear towards young adults and adults for, for exercise or training. It's very, very popular. We're, we're proud of that, that that just was recently installed in, in June. Uh, we have a number of pavilions as well. Veterans Memorial Park. We have a playground, pavilions and shelters, eight tennis courts, six baseball and softball fields, nine hole miniature golf course, 18 hole disc golf course, and a one mile exercise path with exercise stations. We also are home to uh, the Huff and Puffer Softball League, which I believe the mayor is a member of the Huff and Puffer Softball League. You have to be 65 and over, so. He's been in it for five years and uh, can attest to enjoying that as well. So <laughs> one of the things I'm very proud of, and I, I, I know I'll be wrapping up shortly, but one of the things I'm very proud of in my 34 and a half years is a program that we started called the Parma Pride Program. That is a special needs, our, our program geared for special needs children that we have three times uh, throughout the year. I'll tell you, nothing I'm more proud of is this program that, that is geared more for, for uh, kids and children with special needs. And it really lifts my heart every time we have this program. I know the mayor's attended and, and so on. He could probably vouch for the fact that it's the best thing that we've been involved in, in, in at least in my time in over 34 years. So with that, again, I apologize if I've been long-winded, but I am very passionate about our recreation department and our programs and our city. Great, thank you. So that sounds like it's gonna be about it for today. We've reached the end of all of the information on Parma. And so we're going to say goodbye for right now, but we'll be back for part two, where we're going to talk about the city of Parma Heights. So I hope you keep an eye out for that when it drops and we're happy that you were here today. Please be sure to join us. And until then, I hope you're finding your very own meaning of home for all.